Meaning and Agency. By Abram Dembski. The goal of this post is to clarify a few concepts relating to AI alignment under a common framework. The main concepts to be clarified. Optimization. Specifically, this will be a type of Vingen agency. It will split into selection versus control variants. Reference, the relationship which holds between map and territory. A.K.A. semantics, A.K.A. meaning. Specifically, this will be a teleosemantic theory. The main new concepts employed will be endorsement and legitimacy. TLDR. Endorsement of a process is when you would take its conclusions for your own, if you knew them. Legitimacy relates to endorsement in the same way that good relates to utility. I.e. utility endorsement are generic mathematical theories of agency. Good illegitimate refer to the specific thing we care about. We perceive agency when something is better at doing something than us. We endorse some aspect of its reasoning or activity. Endorse as a way of achieving its goals, if not necessarily our own. We perceive meaning, semantics or reference, in cases where the goal we endorse a conclusion with respect to is accuracy. We can say that it has been optimized to accurately represent something. This write-up owes a large debt to many conversations with Sahil, although the views expressed here are my own. Heading. Broader context. The basic idea is to investigate agency as a natural phenomenon, and have some deep insights emerge from that, relevant to the analysis of AI risk. Representation theorems also sometimes called coherence theorems, or selection theorems depending on what you want to emphasize start from a very normative place typically assuming preferences as a basic starting object. Perhaps these preferences are given a veneer of behaviorist justification. They supposedly represent what the agent would choose if given the option. But actually giving agents the implied options would typically be very unnatural, taking the agent out of its environment. There are many ways to drive toward more naturalistic representation theorems. The work presented here takes a particular approach. Cognitive reduction. I want to model what it means for one agent to think of something as being another agent. Daniel Dennett called this the intentional stance. The goal of the present essay is to sketch a formal picture of the intentional stance. This is not yet a representation theorem it does not establish a type signature for agency based on the ideas. However, for me at least, it seems like an important piece of deconfusion. It paints a picture of agents who understand each other, as thinking things. I hope that it can contribute to a useful representation theorem and a broader picture of agency. Heading. Meaning. In signaling and simulacra, I argued that the signal-theoretic analysis of meaning, which is the most common Bayesian analysis of communication, fails to adequately define lying, and fails to offer any distinction between denotation and connotation or literal content versus conversational implicature. A human's guide to words gives a related view. Quote. No dictionary, no encyclopedia, has ever listed all the things that humans have in common. We have red blood, five fingers on each of two hands, bony skulls, 23 pairs of chromosomes, but the same might be said of other animal species. A dictionary is best thought of, not as a book of Aristotelian class definitions, but a book of hints for matching verbal labels to similarity clusters, or matching labels to properties that are useful in distinguishing similarity clusters. Eliezer Yudkowsky, Similarity Clusters. End quote. While I agree that words do not have clear-cut definitions, except, perhaps, in a few cases such as mathematics, 
I think it would be a mistake to conclude that there is nothing to the denotation a connotation distinction. Subheading. Teleosemantics. In teleosemantics, I argue that the denotative meaning is what a symbol is optimized to correspond to. The signal-theoretic analysis of meaning gives us the information-theoretic content of a communicative act. But any observation carries information in this sense. What distinguishes symbolic communication from other information-carrying signals, is that some care has been taken to convey specific information. Sometimes the probabilistic information is all we care about. But tracking literal meaning is also an important part of language. Commonly confused words, such as imply versus infer, probabilistically carry some of each other's signal-theoretic meaning, based on the probability we assign to the speaker having confused the two words. But the community of speakers overall puts optimization pressure on avoiding this confusion, by correcting mistakes noticed in conversation, by writing dictionaries, and through articles about common mistakes. Similarly, lying happens, so the signal-theoretic meaning of an utterance includes some probability of it being a lie, and the probabilistic implications thereof. But the linguistic community optimizes against lying, so there's a sense in which the lie is not part of the intended meaning of the utterance. If a liar claims, falsely, I am very wealthy, there's a common-sense way in which they mean that they're very wealthy. That's the meaning they're trying to convey. I want to be clear that this does not fit with the technical theory of meaning which I am advocating here. Subheading. Plurality of teleosemantic meaning. Meaning, on my account, comes from optimizing symbols to have a specific correspondence to reality. That is, to be accurate under a specific intended reading. This is entirely different from optimizing words to create a specific belief in their audience, which is what the liar is doing. On my account, optimizing for impact on an audience rather than accuracy fails to impart those words with teleosemantic meaning. Since the liar's use of words does not impart them with meaning in itself, the only relevant optimization process which gives meaning to the words is the broader linguistic community. However, there are cases where multiple optimization processes may by trying to give meaning to the same words, perhaps at cross-purposes. For example, the scientific community has a distinct notion of a theory, which people sometimes claim is the real meaning. Wikipedia's disambiguation page provides a large list of communities with their own preferred notion of theory. So in general, the theory here requires meaning to be indexed by an agent, or optimization process. We can differentiate what an individual person means by their words from what larger linguistic communities mean by those words. Now, obviously, in order to understand the teleosemantic definition of meaning, we need to understand what agent, or, optimization process, or, optimized, means. Heading. Agency. In Belief in Intelligence, Eliezer sketches the peculiar mental state which regards something else as intelligent. Quote. Imagine that I'm visiting a distant city, and a local friend volunteers to drive me to the airport. I don't know the neighborhood. Each time my friend approaches a street intersection, I don't know whether my friend will turn left, turn right, or continue straight ahead. I can't predict my friend's move even as we approach each individual intersection, let alone, predict the whole sequence of moves in advance. Yet I can predict the result of my friend's unpredictable actions. We will arrive at the airport. I can predict the outcome of a process, without being able to predict any of the intermediate steps of the process. End quote. In measuring optimization power, he formalizes this idea by taking a preference ordering and a baseline probability distribution over the possible outcomes. 
In the airport example, the preference ordering might be how fast they arrive at the airport. The baseline probability distribution might be Eliezer's probability distribution over which turns to take so we imagine, the friend turning randomly at each intersection. The optimization power of the friend is measured by how well they do relative to this baseline. I think this can be a useful notion of agency, but constructing this baseline model does strike me as rather artificial. We're not just sampling from Eliezer's world model. If we sampled from Eliezer's world model, the friend would turn randomly at each intersection, but they'd also arrive at the airport in a timely manner no matter which route they took because Eliezer's actual world model believes the friend is capably pursuing that goal. So to construct the baseline model, it is necessary to forget the existence of the agency we're trying to measure while holding other aspects of our world model steady. While it may be clear how to do this in many cases, it isn't clear in general. I suspect if we tried to write down the algorithm for doing it, it would involve an agency detector, at some point. You have to be able to draw a circle around the agent in order to selectively forget it. So this is more of an after-the-fact sanity check for locating agents, rather than a method of locating agents in the first place. I will propose a variation of Eliezer's definition which does not have this problem. First, though, I have to define some terminology. Subheading. Endorsement. I will say that one set of beliefs, P, subscript, 1, endorses another, P, subscript, 2, with respect to topic, is a formula. In the case that, if we condition, P, subscript, 1, on, P, subscript, 2, S belief about a thing, then, P, subscript, 1, adopts that belief as its own. Belief endorsement, is a formula. This is already enough to get my proposed formal definition of meaning off the ground. When the above condition holds, P, subscript, 1, C's, is a formula. As meaning, is a formula. The notation somewhat obscures the dependence on a particular translation between, P, subscript, 1, S ontology and, P, subscript, 2, S ontology. However, to see why this is a teleosemantic notion of meaning, I need to generalize, endorsement, more, in order to properly relate it to optimization. I will generalize it in several steps. We can make a generalized definition of endorsement handle random variables, rather than only probabilities. Expectation endorsement, is a formula. Here, is a formula, gives the expected value of random variable, is a formula, when worlds, omega, are sampled from, p subscript i. This notion of endorsement generalizes the previous, because we can take, is a formula, to be the indicator variable for, is a formula, which has value 1 when, is a formula, and 0 otherwise. In this case, here's a formula. However, this is not yet a full notion of endorsement of decisions, because the above doesn't necessarily make sense for non-convex optimization. If, here's a formula, represents a decision between three doors, here's a formula, then an expected value of 2 could indicate a belief that the optimal choice is door 2, or it could indicate complete uncertainty between the three options. We want to instead say that one agent would endorse another agent's choice rather than its expectation. Selection endorsement, is a formula, where, is a formula, is the event, is a formula. That is, is a formula, is the set of worlds such that the random variable, is a formula, takes the value, is a formula, is a formula, is the possible range for the random variable, is a formula. In other words, Alice endorses Bob's choice, with respect to some utility function, if Alice would make sure to choose from within any subset of choices she knew Bob's choice fell within, if Alice were trying to optimize that utility function. 
Alice thinks Bob is doing a good job of optimizing. Here's a formula. 4. Here's a formula. Alice reasons about Bob's choice, as if it were, the perfect optimization. Here's a formula. Since. Here's a formula. Is a mathematically pure function from real numbers to real numbers. Here's a formula. Then this is selection in a selection versus control sense. If we think of the variable, here's a formula. As some little piece of the world, it is being optimized to maximize some property of itself, not some property of the broader world. If, here's a formula, is an impure function, its values depend on the wider world, here's a formula, where omega is the sample space. Now, the optimization has to be explicitly defined with a dependence on worlds, here's a formula. The argmax would look like this. Here's a formula. We have to slightly revise our notion of endorsement once again to represent an agent thinking of another agent as optimizing in this broader sense. Control endorsement, here's a formula, where, here's a formula, is the event, here's a formula. This is the notion of agency that I have been driving towards. It resembles ideas in Vingen agency and optimization at a distance. Like Eliezer's measuring optimization power, agency is defined relative to a baseline distribution, p, subscript, 1. But I think the sort of baseline distribution, we need to get this definition to work is much less artificial than the sort which Eliezer's definition needed. It can just be our honest beliefs. Control endorsement generalizes selection endorsement, since, here's a formula, can ignore its first argument. And generalizes expectation endorsement, since, here's a formula, can be some loss function for which the expected value is the loss minimizing answer. And generalizes belief endorsement when that loss function is a proper scoring rule. Belief endorsement revisited, here's a formula, where, here's a formula, is the event, here's a formula, and, here's a formula, is a proper scoring rule judging the accuracy of, here's a formula, with respect to target event, here's a formula, as another important variation on endorsement, we can fix, here's a formula, to be the radical interpreter's own utility function. Absolute, endorsement. Control endorsement where, here's a formula, is the utility function of the observer whose beliefs are, p, subscript, 1. Speculatively, this might have some useful connection to corrigibility. If Alice were to absolutely endorse Bob's actions, then Alice should be fine with Bob modifying Alice's source code. Subheading. Conditional endorsement. At first, it might seem like an endorsement-based notion of optimization process loses something relative to Eliezer's measurement of optimization power. Endorsement just gives a binary yes or no, rather than measuring a degree of optimization. However, consider an example with Alice, Bob, and Carol. Alice endorses both Bob and Carol, but she continues to endorse Carol even after learning Bob's decision. The reverse is not the case. Obviously, she trusts Carol more than Bob. We can formalize this via conditional endorsement. Conditional, control, endorsement, P, subscript, 1, endorses, is a formula, given, is a formula, if and only if, is a formula, where, is a formula, is the event, is a formula, and, is a formula, is the event, is a formula. We can easily adapt this to notions of conditional endorsement for the various sorts of endorsement. Thus, holding the utility function fixed, but changing the random variable considered, we can, partially, order different random variables by how endorsed they are. I will not try to prove transitivity here, since my goal is to get the overall picture across. I have not checked it, although I expect it to hold. Subheading. Radical probabilism and other generalizations. So far, I've used a utility function to represent values, which may surprise those familiar with an orthodox case against utility functions. 
I expect these concepts to generalize well to concepts beyond simple utility functions, but I didn't want to overcomplicate things here I am focusing on getting the basic picture across. Similarly, these notions already work well with radical probabilism, but I haven't emphasized that here. Infrabasian versions of all this could also be interesting, and I expect, not particularly difficult to define. Subheading. Legitimacy. Legitimacy is to endorsement as goodness is to utility, utility is an abstract notion of an agent's preferences, whereas, good is the thing we actually care about. Similarly, endorsement is an abstract notion intended to apply to agency in general, while legitimacy is the thing we care about as humans. So, a mode of reasoning is legitimate if it has a reliable tendency toward the truth. Correct mathematical proofs are legitimate. The scientific method, when carried out well, is legitimate. Wireheading is not legitimate. Taking a murder pill is not legitimate. Some drugs impact your reasoning in legitimate ways, while others are illegitimate. This is supposed to be the same concept of legitimacy from Nora's sequence on the value change problem. Hence, aligning an AI toward legitimacy is supposed to be a solution to the problems mentioned there. I think there may be a technical sense, yet to be articulated, in which we'd prefer to align AI to legitimacy, but we can only align it to specific forms of endorsement and hope that's close enough. An AI aligned to endorsement can, more or less, only do things that humans would consent to. But humans are sometimes grateful in retrospect about things which seemed terrible at the time. For example, if math homework was an important step in your coming to love math, but at the time felt like something you were coerced into. By analogy, our current endorsement attitudes could be mistaken. We know some cases, such as addictive drugs, where we would not say the change may actually be legitimate despite our current anti-endorsement of it. But there may be some other cases where we would never consent to the change, but, in some difficult-to-pin-down sense, the change would actually be correct, not only in retrospect, but legitimately. However, anyone who purposefully built a superintelligent AGI aligned to some notion of legitimacy designed to trample on endorsement, in select cases would be unilaterally imposing their own guess at legitimate values. I claim this is bad. Behavior. Subheading. Updatelessness. I think it is clear that endorsement gives a picture where, when Alice considers whether Bob is an agent, Bob being updateless will boost his agency and any updateful behavior from Bob will be to the detriment of Bob's agency. After all, Alice is judging from the perspective of P subscript 1. Any optimization will be judged by how well it optimizes the expectations of P subscript 1. Although, as I indicated in the beginning, fleshing this out into an actual representation theorem is part of the goal here but isn't something accomplished in the present work. This suggests that Alice should probably be updateless as well. That is, P subscript 1 should be Alice's prior, not Alice's posterior. In general, though, I think it will be important to consider a variety of probability distributions from which to judge endorsement. Conditional endorsement is already an example of this. Resource-bounded agents can be studied by considering baseline distributions from different complexity classes. Heading. Questions and conjectures. Here's a list of bullet points. How well can we use conditional endorsement to characterize optimization power, or more generally, level of endorsement? Is it transitive? What further generalizations or alternative definitions of endorsement might be important? How do we build a useful representation theorem out of this idea? 
Can we prove something within this framework along the lines of capable agents have beliefs? How can we integrate value change into this picture? There's a big difference between endorsing some beliefs as a posterior, which is accuracy-centric, and endorsing them as a prior for use in updateless decision-making. How should this be characterized? It seems sensible to call selection myopic and control non-myopic. However, although epistemic accuracy falls on the control side, it doesn't feel very control-oriented, and it feels to me like there's a strong sense in which it is myopic. Can this be characterized? Looking at things through an algorithmic information theory lens, it makes sense to say that endorsement, as an interpretation of something as an optimization process, is a better interpretation when the utility function used to interpret something as an agent is simpler. However, because the utility function in control endorsement has access to strictly more data than that in selection endorsement, interpreting something as a control process can't be much more complex than interpreting it as a selection process worst case. You just have to discard the omega and then apply the U you use to interpret it as a selection process. So the interesting case is where the control process interpretation can be much simpler than the selection process interpretation. I have an intuition that insights for eliciting latent knowledge can be uncovered by examining what happens when we translate back and forth between interpreting something as a selection process versus a control process. A control process has to track information about the external world, has to have beliefs, in order to do its job. A selection process has no need to do this. So in order for Alice to see Bob as a selection process rather than a control process, she has to understand how he selects. She has to include the belief calculations Bob uses to select as part of the utility function instead of abstracting them away. If we can understand something as a selection process instead of a control process, it seems intuitively more trustable. If the control process is hiding something from us, can we reveal the information by translating it to a selection process? What does it look like to build a system with endorsement as the target? I imagine there is something to be gained by thinking about different ways of varying all the parameters of endorsement, the way conditional endorsement varies the baseline probability distribution. That's the end of the list. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for Less Wrong. It was first published on December 19, 2023. The original text contained six footnotes which were omitted from the narration. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.i.s.